right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Final live from the Kill House from the Players Championship. Solly here. DJ Pai is here. Hello, DJ. Greetings. Exciting day. Exciting Tr- day. Tron Carter is on his way to the Kill House as we speak right now, coming straight from the tournament. White Bronco followed <laughs> followed Tron uh, down A1A. Excited to see him shortly here. He was out at the tournament all day. The Players Championship media staff is chasing him in the police cars behind as he left. I'm sure he, I'm sure he did something incendiary on his way out. Big Randy, unfortunately, under the weather tonight and will not be able to join us, so it will be just us here in the Kill House. You might have noticed this, DJ, and I'm assuming you did, uh, that the Callaway and Odyssey staffers were carrying special bags this week, touting Odyssey as the number one putter on tour. Looks like that one back here, on the, if you're seeing this over DJ's right shoulder. We have a ton. We have one of those bags in the studio, as you're seeing, and Odyssey's got a, great new, uh, got a ton of great new options this year, including several new models in the white OG line, those new white hot OG are the double wide and then a few versions of the very popular number seven shape. The new ones are the nano seven and the crank hosel seven, which uh, I'm going to have to look into that one. Uh, just the name alone makes me, uh, is, has me very intrigued. I saw the double wide uh, last week. I saw, I was with a player who was using it. Really blew me away. It was very intriguing stuff. The crank hosel Xander's shape of choice and the new favorite of the big guy, the seven bird. Uh, Randy is supposed to be here right now to tell you all about uh, how much he appreciates. He was it's a last too sick. He can't be. He was a late scratch, a very late scratch of this one. We'll get more on that one. We also have some details to give away on an Odyssey uh, bag that we will be giving away. More details on that at a later date. As always, you can learn more about Odyssey and what makes them the number one putter on tour at odysseygolf.com. We are ready to tell you all about Sam Burns' week, but he had uh, one of his Sundays that, uh, or Mondays, I guess you would say, that didn't go great. But. What a day. What a day. I don't what a week. Know, can you remember the last time you were, uh, I mean, there was a lot of clapping, a lot of jumping, a lot of cheering we were jolly. going on in the, in the kill house today. I'm curious. What, what was the last time you felt that way? Uh, I don't fill at the PGA fill at the PGA. I, I, I don't want to comp comp this to, uh, no, of course, I know of course the day of 2019 masters, what but I'm saying unbelievably fun day. Yes. The players delivers. It was, uh, I latched on. I latched my hopes on to Honor Bond. Like, that's what I was rooting for. I'm happy for Cam. He's a great dude. We've enjoyed getting to know him down here. Uh, you know, he's he's one of the top 10 players in the world. Honor Bond's a 322nd ranked player in the world. Held the, held the 54 hole lead. And I was super excited to see what uh, what that win would be like. He, he gave the performance he needed to. Cam just went out and got it. It was awesome to, uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll get to Honor Bond in a minute. Let's, let's yeah. start with Cam. A couple things on Cam. Uh, I just saw that, what was it, Justin Ray tweet, I believe. He's the first players champion in history to hit less than 50% of his fairways for the week. Uh, but driving accuracy is so important is on this golf course. I bring up because just to kind of pop that bubble of like, oh, it's it's only short hitters. Another year of a, a wide variety of players playing well at the players. Uh, that's a lot of players in one sentence there. Uh But I, I followed Cam all week, and I just I kept getting off the golf course, which was, you know, a good call. I think TC and I declared this thing over on Thursday night before round one was even finished. Round one wouldn't finish for, for two more days. We had already declared Cam the winner. So feeling good about that. But, uh, I kept coming off the golf course and just kept texting you guys like, yo, can't cam's the best. Like he's the best player in the world right now. Like it's just, it's so greasy and grimy and ugly and nasty. And he just like, doesn't 
make bogeys. Like he just, he was getting up and down from everywhere. Obviously everybody saw it today. That was going on all week. It was grotesque, grotesque stuff. He had a hundred and he, yeah, he hit 24 of 56 fairways had 101 putts for the week, but he was fourth in strokes gained approach. Like he hit the irons incredibly well. He was very precise. He birdied nine of his 13 holes in round four at, in the, at the richest purse in golf history. It was That's incredible crazy. golf. I mean, it was it was just on repeat. He uh, he had one par through thirteen holes, which was also sick. Came out and birdied one, two, three, four, six. Then bogeyed seven, eight, and nine. Birdies ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, and then hit the shot on seventeen. Which I was kind of hoping he wouldn't admit that he pushed that one a little <laughs> bit. Because I, I rewound it, look at I where mean, his feet... still trying to go over the bunker, which is still yes. a very aggressive line. I looked at where his feet were aimed. I'm like, yeah, it's, the bunker's about right, but it, it's not aimed towards the center of the green. It's, it's It was a ballsy line he was taking on that one. And he was he was hitting his irons well, you know? I think the, the reason that he was... You know, I mentioned all that scrambling stems much more from the driving than it does from the irons, right? Where we've talked about this with Sawgrass a bunch, where it's just so easy to compound mistakes, and that was a great reminder getting out and actually watching a ton of golf this week was... When you miss the fairway, like it's a lot harder to hit the greens, right? There's so many punching out of trees, weird lies in the rough, weird uneven lies being in that unpredictable pine straw. So he was just missing a ton of greens from that, and like that was his his you know scrambling exhibition that he was putting on. It wasn't it wasn't for lack of good iron play. When he hit the fairway, he was completely stuffing the pinata, which I think everybody saw today. I am glad that when he got to 18 T, Zinger brought up the last tee shot he hit was a yes. total duck hook on 16, which my, I'm, I'm guessing that was the worst tee shot of the day on 16. I'll pull uh, it up, but think of the week like pretty easily, I would think, right? <laughs> like he looked like he barely cleared the water. There's a lot of weird stuff that happened this week. This, this week also yeah, started true. about a month ago. I'm that's, pretty sure that's fair as well. Uh, Can we talk about 18? <sighs> what the hell? <laughs> First of all, takes the takes the Cody and Ben line, yeah. which I think is advised. I think Will Knight said, you know, if if that ball doesn't end up in the in the right pine straw, I'm I'm alerting the authorities <laughs> uh, with a three shot lead. And he, we kept saying, like I, I'm almost never ever ever like bad armchair quarterback guy. I'm always very like, listen, man, I don't know. These are the best players in the world. They're down there in the situation. They know it a lot better than me. I think we were both screaming like, yo, you have to go outside. Which like this thing is gonna. Top spin like crazy. It's going to be hooking. It's going to be, if you're keeping it that low, it's going to scoot like crazy. Like just chip it out, hit it on and, and make your five. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was jarring. I don't remember. Honestly, I would say I don't remember seeing a shot like that on the 72nd hole of a tournament since the last time we saw cam, what was that? Memphis. When he just oh, yeah. he like was trying to win it and just hit that tree and kicked out of bounds and cost himself <laughs> like a, you know, $400,000 or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I haven't seen a shot like that since the last time Cam did it. So uh, I guess that's kind of fitting. I said this on Twitter, but Cam is just like the perfect amount of weird for golf. And I'm sure there's more going on than he like lets it look on on screen as TC strolls in the door here, hey. coming in, coming in hot. I'm sure there's more going on under the, under the service. Coming in, <laughs> big day. Did you get those from the media center? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cam bought them for all of us. I've been, I've been double fisting all, all the way home. No. Um, for legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got these from the fridge downstairs. Uh, it. Uh, unfazed by the tee shot on 16, you know, he has a great third shot into 16, steps up with $3.6 million on the line, hits that shot on 17, and then does something really, really, really dumb on 18, and just no big deal. I'll I'll pitch one up to three feet and make the make the putt, and that oh, was the shot difference. Like Loki almost made it. Yes. 
<laughs> maybe should have had uh, Pitt attended the flag. Which maybe that was his thought process of like, even if I go in the water, it's a super easy up and down and I I'll guess. make five. But it was very unnecessary. Can, can you shed any light? Anything we weren't seeing on TV because it looked extremely on, foolish. To, on 18? Uh, yeah, the punch shot out of the trees. Yeah, yeah so I'm assuming, A, he didn't hit driver because he, he did. He did hit oh, driver. Oh, he did hit driver? Yeah. Or sorry, he, he didn't hit three wood because he hates that tee shot and he wanted to like... He, he's got that left miss, as you saw on 16. <laughs> he put the left miss in play on 16. Um, but I guess he's hit it in the water once or twice, twice this there. week already. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I was standing with Ben Everill on the tee, and I was like, why is he pulling driver? He's like, dude, he, three wood will go even more left than than the driver. So then we go over there, sit in this little upslope uh, in, in the pine straw, and you're right. like It was one of those shots where you've either got to get it out like 40 yards and just play for like 120. 30 yard shot in or go for the pin. Like, and he did neither. It was kind of right, <laughs> right in the middle there. Uh, and then, yeah, but then just like such an awkward little yardage and number and just flushes it, you know, almost makes it like you said, it was, uh, that was one of the, like, I haven't had that much fun watching around a golf maybe in my lifetime. What was the highlight? Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, shit, it was like, you know, four birdies in a row to start. Did you pick him up on, what, like two? Uh, I picked him up on uh, two fairway. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I saw him hit and make the putt on in the media center on one, and I was like, all right, I got to get out there. And then the the shot, the tee shot that he hit into three was yeah. like one of the most proper iron shots I've ever seen. <laughs> um, four was just like a routine birdie. Uh, and, and then, you know, kind of wobbled there a little bit. Um, good, good part on five and then six, uh, birdies that sticks it stone dead. And then seven, that was a bad bogey like that. You know, that was, I was, I was standing with Maddie and we we're kind of like, oh man, like that was, that was not great. And then eight, eight was just tough. And then nine was the only one that like driver wise, where it was like, all right, like driver's kind of a weird play here. Right, because he he had hit driver there all week, and he was kind of banging it up that left side, and and given I, I think it was kind of like one of those. Uh, I, I'm with you. It didn't seem like many people, if any people, were getting there in two today. So probably somewhat of an unnecessary. And it risk, seemed but, like he needed something to steady him yeah. after you know two two bogeys in a row, uh, and then hit hit actually a really really good recovery shot there. Didn't quite get back into the the. Uh, fairway and some of the thickest rough there on the course Thickest on the entire golf course there on, the, on the right and then just a tough tough two putt there but i think the drive on 10 was really what steadied him like he he freaking laced one on 10 and it was like all right i'm back because it was up for grabs at that when he got back yeah. fell back to nine under that was when this tournament got especially drunk keegan Who? bradley emerged from the ashes like a phoenix i don't know where that I came up my from phone. I'm like keegan white boy keegan <laughs> <laughs> You serious? Uh, I looked up Cody. I sent you the graphic. I don't know if you can if you can pull it up. And I know people who are listening to the podcast can't see this, but uh, was the worst shot on sixteen for the whole week by a long, long, long margin. It went one hundred and seventy nine yards. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was it almost was worried by about was... forty yards. He was farthest away from the pin by forty yards for the for the week. I was almost worried that he was gonna like come back and like like hit the tree and come back into that yeah. water right off the. Yes. He got kind of lucky how with sm- it. How small yeah. was that window he was hitting? I, through? I didn't see a window. <laughs> uh, didn't see a window, and then his third shot there was like that was so a hellacious so good. seed. He had like two forty or two two forty five something like that. And um, but the, so the so then going back like back nine, um, the birdie on ten was like he 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 almost made that one. Yeah. Um, 11, just a really, really proper second shot there. It started raining like crazy. That was wild. 
it dumped. Was, yeah, it started kind of sprinkling a little bit on ten. Which your models? We talked about this in the media center this morning. The Euro model was all over the. The ring. Euro model nailed it, and the American model was way off. Said yeah. it was going to be all sun all day. Yeah, but then so eleven, like he had kind of a squirrely, um, kind of a squirrely number, I think, and just laces one up there, and then, yeah, Sam Burns waits to like he calls uh, this the referee over to squeegee off the green, and I was like, it's not raining that hard. <laughs> It's kind of a smart play, though, of like, all right, let's let's get you Maybe know, let it let it blow let the through. rain go through a little bit. Well, you know, and, Keegan, and, you would have lost your mind. Yeah. Keegan on uh, 13, thirteen, he just kind of stood on the umbrella for a good two three minutes there. Well, and then it, like it was one of those things where, you know, official comes over to squeegee it off. They wait four or five minutes, and then they're waiting ten minutes on the next tee yeah. anyway. That's um, the thing is a sneaky. A nice move you can pull. Like it's kind of an unwritten thing among players when it starts raining like that. Of like, you know, nobody play. Like let's let's all yeah, chill yeah. for a second. Let's all slow down and let this thing get through. We don't necessarily want the tournament to flip, especially on a perfectly sunny day when you know it's only going to last like yeah. twelve minutes. On like tw- let's let's just yeah have to hit as few shots as possible. Uh, on twelve, the chip from over on the right that uh, that was probably the like ball like other than seventeen that was probably the ballsiest shot I saw all day. I was standing there with. Uh, the Sky Sports and uh, Fanny Summers, they were going nuts. They were going batch. Like, he, he flew it a lot farther than you would think, and then it checked up a little bit. Like, it was not a good lie. That was a that was a proper shot. 13, it's a great one. That uh, was ballsy, too. <laughs> yeah. And then 14, again, some of the thickest rough on the entire sure. course in those little... Those but little just a pro- proper spot, playing ch- moving the chess pieces forward. Really, really shitty chip. Uh, that was just one yeah. of his few mistakes of the day. Really shitty chip on 14 there, and then makes like a, I don't know 20, 25 footer, and then uh, he goes left on 15, um, you know, but recovers, and then uh, and then yeah, and then 16. We talked about that. 17. Burns had taken that exact same line. We're standing right behind him, and Burns took took that exact same line, and it got wet. And I'm, and I'm thinking, oh my, I think Cam hit it harder than Burns. But holy shit! Like this is it. It yeah. landed right of the pin. Like it is the, the the. I think Porter. Somebody tweeted it. Like you give them the whole twenty million. If you land one, <laughs> if you're in the lead and you land one right of the pin on seventeen on Sunday, you should get the entire pot. How how many putts did he have? Uh, uh, he had ten on the back nine. He had twenty four ten putts. putts on the back nine. Twenty four without putts a chip in. Yeah, yeah. He he one putted eight of nine holes in the back nine. I mean, it was it. They did not lip in either. Like everything went yeah. in the dead center of the hole. I feel like I've been on like a cocaine bend. I was <laughs> saying that's what I've been trying to tell everybody all week. Was like following him in rounds one, round two, round three. I'm like, this guy is. He might be the most yeah. entertaining player to follow because you don't. It's not like uh, like we followed JT for a while. We were talking. We were joking about this this morning. Following him today and seeing him play golf in person and watching Cam play golf in person. On one hand, it's like, wait, how the hell? Does Cam ever beat that guy? Like, that's the dude. Like, holy shit. He's the best golfer. Like, that guy doesn't ever, he doesn't ever miss a shot. Like, how does that guy ever lose? And then you just watch Cam do it like a hundred times in a row. You're like, oh my God, I can't imagine playing against that guy. Like, what a, what a complete lunatic. And just such a, such a popular win. Like, you could tell amongst the, you know, the caddies that came, like the three caddies in the group after that came in, um, like, Popular win amongst the caddies, amongst the players, amongst tour people, amongst the media who like, like this was the guy that, you know, I think everybody wanted yeah. to see win. Honorbon was super gracious afterwards. Honorbon rules. He's, he's the best. He's awesome. Uh, but really like, like we were, I was standing up there with Smart and a couple other guys and uh, behind 18 green and we look out and Honorbon's drive. Like he, he must have hit a Oh, he turned it over. Bomb. Nice little like, like 
turned over draw down. He had like 160 in? 161 in. Bond played the round he needed to play yeah. today to win that golf tournament. Cam went out and shot six under and kind of took it from him. But, man, Bond had one bad swing on eight that led to double. It was he, very bad. It was very bad swing. It <laughs> was not enough club. Sure, right? What if I told you uh, Bond had to move people sitting at a picnic table in order to, <laughs> to hit his on second eight? shot? On eight. On eight. He tried to like I don't first know of all, the picnic tables are on exactly. It, it was playing. What they say the the real feel, you know, with the wind was like two fifty two or something like yeah. that. And he tried to hit four iron, and just completely smother hooked it. Had to take an unplayable from one of the palmetto bushes. And he went back eighty seven yards to the edge of the rough back there. Like had to pick people up. Like hey, you need to move from this picnic table. I'm coming right over you. <laughs> the people were not in a hurry to move. No, either. I think they're like, is this guy playing in the tournament? Who is this guy? Um, but, dude, he hit this freaking golf shots, man. He uh, he kind of, I say that, he hit some queefy irons. He looked like he was struggling a little bit with the irons today, but he drove it. He hit 10 of 14 fairways today, stepped up, hit a huge shot on 17. It didn't really release, but he had a 13-and-a-half-foot putt. Drained it right in the center, right as Cam starting to have his issues. And it was like, and then he throw to the drive right down. He's got a nine iron in, probably 160, and to the most accessible pin. Like, it very, very, very easily could have happened for him. You saw Doug Gim's kick, too. If his ball carries, you know, maybe six, seven more yards, which is not that close for a pro. But if he hits that shot better, it hits that mound, goes down to five feet, and we're probably still in a playoff. Well, we're, I was telling you guys again this morning, not to keep being like, I watched golf guy, but he, uh, he was paired with Cam finishing up round three and so i watched them play their last nine holes and just like it was clear like honorbond didn't have it either this morning like he 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 was struggling with that shot he hit on 18 was what he hit probably like seven eight times today is what it looked like where he's you can't tell if he's trying to turn it over if he's trying to hit a cut just kind of sticks the heel in the ground and it kind of hits like the weak one out to the right uh and i was just trying to like Ex exclaim to you guys how bad his chipping was early this morning was just like I don't know if he chipped one inside 12 feet just like so stressful this morning <laughs> constantly just like looking up at the scoreboard just 10 feet 2 inches for par 12 feet 4 inches for par and he fucking made all of them Drain like drippy drippy putts and the fact that like that guy hung on and battled all day and had a chance on the 72nd green is, is awesome and he, he had some good stuff to say after the third round too that probably, like, it probably helped, the the schedule probably actually helped him a lot, right? Like, he comes into this week not knowing where his game is. Obviously, they talked about this a ton on the telecast, but not playing well, not not really knowing what's going on, and then all of a sudden it clicks. And the fact that he didn't have to, like, finish his round on Saturday night like normal, sit at his hotel until 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, whatever. Like, the fact that it was just constantly keep, like, okay, we're going, we're going, we're going, get a snack, get a bite, we're going, we're going, stretch out, do this, we're going, uh, probably helped him a ton. So it, it was awesome to see him not fully eject, which I think we all thought maybe was in the model. Yeah, hand up. Uh, yeah. I, I apologize <laughs> the last American, night. The American model had him yeah. completely blown up. Sean, Sean Martin was, was, was still dogging you. We were standing behind 18. Easy minutes. seat to sit in, right? <laughs> Just listen to the show and be. I'll wait 36 hours be like, oh, yeah, nice call there. Who else kind of entered the fray? To be fair, we did call the Cage. Beyond uh, <laughs> Keegan. Yeah, we were pretty early. We were so early on that. Yeah. We will let you gloat here in a second, actually, on that specific, specific note. But college basketball fans, you can join in on the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook Tournament. 
turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like who will make it to the next round, who will hit the most three-pointers, then track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code NLU. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win, and you get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code NLU this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and older. Restrictions supply. See show notes for details. Uh, yeah, so you had Cam Smith uh, winning this week on the DraftKings preview show as well. I did. I think for 15 nugs. Congratulations. We'll, we'll, we'll check that one. I think that's accurate. Uh, King stays hot, baby. A couple, a couple more Cam things I want to talk about. Uh, I don't. I'm not trying to make a reach into like some, you know, is there something about the players' championship thing? But he kind of. I'm trying to think if there's another, like, more flatline guy out there than than Cam. Like, honestly, he reminds me a lot of like Ricky, right? Where it's like you don't really know what's going on. He's just gonna, you know. And Randy's not here to make some sort of Ricky joke. Uh, I don't think we need to pile on Ricky at all, but it's Cam's probably the best putter in the world. <laughs> of know? course. Of course. But that's kind of Ricky's mantle. I mean, there's like Ricky's longer off the tee, but, but similar, you know, yeah. good iron players, good putters. And like emotions are very, very similar. It was wild watching him walk from 16 green to 17 T, you know, the famous walk and just the steady cams up in his face. And you're just like, man, I, I have no idea what that guy's thinking. None. Zero idea. And like you said, obviously there's a lot more going on. It's not just blank, but like it's he's done. He doesn't really wear fasting. anything. He and then he, he punches punches it in the water at 18, like categorically awful shot. And it's man, no idea what that guy's thinking. We're good. Uh, yeah. It's just really interesting. But it, it seems it's kind of like kind of like DJ in a way of like, man, that yeah. way of playing golf makes a lot more sense than like Yes, you know, which is it's, which it's is the Honor Bond playbook. It's easier to be like that. When <laughs> That's you what Honor Bond was doing. Today. Greasiest short game on the planet. And he True. said that, he said that after the round too. He's like, you know, I probably like I probably lean on it a little too much. So yeah. someone just, I just saw someone uh, the comments pop up. How would you describe Cam's game? How I would say. Um, it, it comes. I go back to when when we he was on Wild World of Golf with us, and I, I've said this told the story before. But I do um, I draw these like tracers on all of our videos, and I got to draw all these, like you're idiot, you idiots tr uh, tracers all the time. I never I've never gotten to draw one on a professional golfer. And watching you kind of do it frame by frame, and watching Cam's action like from here to here to here like change the way I think about the golf swing. And what I saw on repeat was just like okay, an extremely consistent motion. This may seem incredibly obvious but it's extremely consistent motion from one you know this point to this point to this point it is it, it just kind of blew me up I watch his swing and I'm like I don't I wouldn't want that swing like he does it's not pretty like he does not jump to the top of a list of like I want to swing the club like Cam Smith until I saw that part specifically I was like oh my god dude like that is why he's like one of the most consistent players on tour is he is in the same exact spots every single time. And he's more in control of his golf ball um, than I feel like a lot of players are. He's, he's, um, it's quality strikes. Yeah. All the time. Like he's, he's always clipping it, hitting it down on it. Um, at the same speed. Like you yeah. never, you almost yeah. never see him go hard at one he's or a, like. He's got a relatively quick tempo, but it doesn't get quicker except for on the one on 16. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was bad. One, but one I, I would say a, a word for it would be crafty. Yeah, he's just skilled. crafty and cunning, and gets the 
gets the most out of his game. He knows how to play golf. He knows how to get the ball in the hole. He knows um, he knows how to putt on different surfaces. Like I think I think over the last couple of years, what I've learned from Cam is he rotates his body really, really, yeah. really well. And you can tell, you know, him versus like three years ago versus him now, he has so much more core strength. Like you can see, like he's so much stronger than he would let on. Yeah. I think uh, he does all the right shit. Like he's like you talk to all the caddies, they're all like, man, like Cam. Like he works his ass off, and he deserves everything he's getting because it's it's like he's not the flashiest or he's not the most you know skilled player as far as distance or this or that, but he just does the right stuff and he knows how to play golf. And I think what's so cool about everything you just said is there are like it's cool to see it pay off that he also has all the creativity as well, right? And that's where I know we go back to the well on this a ton, but that's why it's so fun to watch him play Royal Melbourne. Right. Like sign me up for if I'm going to watch, you know, if I'm building a foursome that I can just watch on TV, go play Royal Melbourne. I think Cam is 100 percent in that in that group. It's also worth noting, like I, I don't I swear I don't mean this as a shot, but like he has four PGA Tour wins to this point. But all like, yeah, I don't want to say crappy wins. There's no crappy no, wins two, on the PGA two Tour. Team events. Two, Zurich, though, right? yeah. two team events, Sony and, and Century. Century is obviously very limited field. Sony, not one of the strongest fields like this. He did not have a big, big win like this one. But anywhere some close, close knocks. Right? Well, and you, you don't Augusta finish in US Open. You don't finish runner up at the US at the US Open and the Masters if you don't have can, massive. I, I can I play it? Yeah. Go ahead. I would say even better word would be scrappy. Yeah, he's a, he's a scrapper. I think he probably used to be scrappier, and now I think he's got more power and uh, exactly. Seems like his irons are but tight. It, but he's still bit. got that scrappiness yeah. to to fall back upon. Because I think I mean, like it goes back to even when he was growing up in Australia, like he was never the the number one ranked player down there. Like he's had to grind his ass off for everything that he's gotten, and there's been flashier talents and everything like that. And man, he just puts his head down and works and works and works, and he has immense self belief, but he's not at no point. Do I, would I ever classify him as cocky? And he doesn't seem like he. I'm projecting here. I don't know him well at all, but it doesn't seem like he like really runs with like any kind of glamorous tour player, you know, Hollywood crowd type thing. Like, what were you saying about the caddies? Had it like a caddy party at his house? This the cat week? man tweeted, yeah, yeah they had yeah. thirty or so caddies over for pizza and beer this week. Like, it just he seems just, like extremely grounded, and yeah. and all the other things we've just been saying for five minutes, which is a pretty cool combo. We ran into him in Atlantic Beach maybe a couple months ago, and he was just like, "Hey, what's up, boys?" He's like, "Hey." You know, we still got to spin the wheel at Taco Lou. Like, you, you guys got your asses beat by him, and, and that was the bet. And it was spin the drink wheel at Taco Lou. And he he he, he is aware. Me and him, we're, we see eye to eye on making sure that you guys pay up on your bets because there's some still some debts to can, be paid. Can I play a Masters game with you guys? Sure. i I got to think, like, it's time to start looking Cam's at gonna it. going to be a very, 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 very popular pick. Uh, currently, I don't know if the odds have updated since since this win or not. I would, I would guess not. Uh, plus 1,800 for the Masters. That feels about right. Yeah. Tell me which of these players, let's do head-to-head, you know, if I can give you one of these two for uh, for the Masters. Uh, Cam or John Rahm? Rahm. I'd take Rahm as well. I'll probably take Rahm. I think I think Rahm's in one of those points right now where he's like, he's going to start trending back upwards. Like a, he's, he's ri- like, <laughs> <laughs> rising from the bottom of the pond, the buoy. <laughs> uh, Rahm is plus 750. Spieth is plus 1,000. You're taking Spieth or you're taking Cam right now? You're really testing my willpower here. <laughs> uh, there's, no, n- I'll never leave him again. There's uh, really. I'm gonna say Cam. I'm gonna say Cam too. There's no bigger Spieth truther in the entire world that I, I think I have to say Cam at this point. Uh, JT or Cam? JT plus twelve hundred. JT. 
JT looks pretty dialed. I know it. It felt like JT won this tournament about four times this week. Every time we looked up, it was. It felt like he was playing the best golf of anybody. Just got nothing out of it. Putting is still an issue. But. I, I'm. I think I'll take JT. Morikawa or Cam? Cam, because Morikawa can't hit a draw. <laughs> but he I, talked I, about this on the pod. You only need to hit like three draws off the tee there. Um, I like more. I I, I refuse to believe just draws off the tee, but like like I don't know. I'm just maybe I'm just haunted from from his shot into 17 this week. But. I yeah. I think the two of the conditions this week wiped him out. Uh, do not sleep. I'm not. There's no way I'm sleeping on Morikawa after one bad week. Uh, I'm gonna take Cam, Dustin or Mork or Dustin or or Cam. These are all people that have better odds than Cam. Obviously. DJ seems like he's starting to wake up a little bit. Today, today was, was today was yeah. concerning. What, yeah, what happened? Today? He shot sixty three. Oh, sixty three. Oh, really? <laughs> he yeah. finished top ten. Yeah, sick. Yeah, he yeah. eagled the last hole. I said that not knowing. Like, <laughs> just over the last couple of days, it seems like he's starting to come on and hit some shots again. So. I'll take Cam. I'm I to take Cam. I'm, DJ's DJ's nebbish right now. Too unpredictable. I'll take DJ. Uh, this is a sad one to talk about. Rory or Cam? Cam. 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 Uh, can't lay or Cam? Cam. Can't lay. I'm gonna take Cam. Cantley hasn't. We haven't seen him in big spots. I feel like it, this was another week where it's like, oh, Cantley's the dude, and he goes home. A bad draw, of course, of course, of course, but still. Uh, Brooks or Cam? Cam. I think I'm buying Brooks stock right now. That's interesting. Those are all the people with better odds than him. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah, I wonder. Is, I wonder how much that'll change. That is an interesting I, game. Well, I love. Uh, I really, really like Cam at St Andrews. Yeah kind of hit it wherever off the tee but, for sure but there's lines of charm it's you know i think half the field's probably eliminated before they tee it up because they don't understand how to play can the golf wrap, course can wrap up his, his greasy ass short game in and one then, of those newspapers it also there. might not matter if the wind doesn't blow <laughs> like true. you don't need to know how to play the course well and then blow. also i think u.s open at brookline like tiny tiny greens and so everybody's if, chipping and everybody's chipping but you're a good iron player and everybody's chipping and putting anyway like yeah. it's, that's a good fit <laughs> great question from craig mosher tony Finau <laughs> or Cam? Or Cam. <laughs> yeah that's tough. i'll leave that i'll give you the first word on that one obviously tony yeah, i mean he's course. trending i mean he's, sure. he's 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 <laughs> he's well rested for sure coming off a, is he though because this weekend <laughs> the two rounds went on forever Guys, who else? Who else kind of entered the fray today? Like this is all kind of new. Oh, to dude! Me. I so got on my got, phone a few times to check leaderboards, but Keegan, I, for the most part, I was pretty locked in. Uh, Kiz shot four under. NBC tried so hard to get a personal, a human interest story going on Paul Casey of oh, so many people out there pulling for him. You oh, know, this would be the biggest win of his life. He's only won three PGA Tour events. There's a reason for why he's only won three. Well, PGA I Tour I was just like I thought this was always very obvious to golf fans. I feel like there's a, a strong sentiment against him. Just tweeted out like. Again, like why? Who are all these crazy Paul Casey fans? Did not it did not please a lot of people on the other side of the pond. Apparently, there are some very big Paul Casey fans out there. Yeah, I had to like Paul Casey said some shitty things to like he just like there are kind of dressed down a volunteer marshal today for not getting the ropes up quick enough behind twelve green. Listen to him make small talk with his caddy about this umbrella that comes in his Porsche that that, that like fits into this <laughs> special compartment. <laughs> Like, you know, by like the 11th or 12th homes, fuck off, man. Like, you're such a prick. And this is like in in reference to, it's hard because there's not like one thing you can point at and pin down and be like, Paul Casey, bad dude. But so there's He's a so fake many. Fake nice guy. Fake nice like guy. Team Rose. So many people, uh, so many stories out there that I've heard from many people that I trust that are just like, yes, exactly that exact thing. And I'm, I, I actually texted a couple people today like, hey, 
I, I've I got a really strong anti-Casey sentiment going right now. I just want to run that by you. Am I in the right here for people that know him a lot better than I do? They're like, absolutely, absolutely on this. So for the people that are doubting this and calling us calling it grade school gossip, like this comes from a place of knowing knowing a lot of things. And to be fair, he's he's been totally nice when we've done stuff with him at like when we did the beer garden thing at the oh he was he was in nice the, about in the, that in the uh, late, he had his own later hosen he can put the charm on yeah. in a short period of time yeah. but it always bubbles to the surface and there are, it is just the a, uh, a a take I'm very confident in without knowing personally you may find that unfair but I I find it extremely fair he was devastated on 16 you guys had texted me. dude that was the worst break was that like what happened to Kutra at, at Muirfield that apparently but this went like subterranean Hell yeah. it, I mean it, it was I mean his balls like sitting there and the earth is just like coming up <laughs> around it. Like it's sitting in, in the plug. It's un, un, unbelievable that it would sit there, which I would, if, if that for, happens, for anybody that didn't see it, I'm sure they, they did, but his ball on 16, he hits it middle of the fairway, maybe like perfectly right side of the fairway. Uh, and it rolls out a, a little bit and comes to rest in somebody else's pitch mark, which you are of, of course allowed to fix your own. If it's your own embedded in its own pitch mark. But if that happened on a Thursday, the, no one, he would have just probably assumed it was his own pitch mark. And yeah. I was honestly thinking, like, somebody's got to tell him that's not his pitch mark, right? Because it was that embedded. So you saw it happen in real time oh, on yeah. the broadcast? Yeah. 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 Oh, God. It was, it was good stuff. <laughs> it, it, it was. Stuff. Uh, I, I honestly would not even wish that that, uh, that break. Yeah, you, know, you know what they call it? Exactly. That is the rub of the green. Couldn't agree with you more. They were uh, almost wondering, like, why he laid up from that there. That was very shocking. Very shocking. They were, I, I appreciated him taking him to task on 12. Like man, he uh, he's trailing. He hits like the perfect shot, you know, a nice high right to left uh, driver. Very shocking to see that he's not going for it on twelve. Uh, laid up, can't really bag him too hard because you know he did make a birdie on twelve. But uh, yeah, hearing them question like, why is oh interesting? Why is he laying up on sixteen? Because like, he can't fucking hit the ball. <laughs> he doesn't know where it's gonna go. He uh he made a business decision on seventeen. He wasn't going anywhere near that pin. He had um, a great. I I give him credit on fifteen. He had like he hit like a mondo queef of the right. Bad like, shot. Really bad. Like, I thought he was going to be on on uh, twelve t. Matt Every in the film room. Two things Matt Every said in the film room that that came very prescient was uh, one he was talking about how Cam is you know he's such a good chipper because it's his his own motion. He owns it. He just gets up there and he doesn't think about anything technical. He just chips the ball, and that's why he's so good. I thought that was a really good point. And then, two, he told a great story about uh, Paul Casey when he had the driver yips back in the day, almost blowing it onto 11 green on 15 T. And uh, he, he kind of gave a self homage recreated to that. that. Yeah, so it was, it was so far right, and then he's up on this side hill uh, out of the thick stuff, and credit to him for getting it even remotely close to the green on that next shot, and then... I think he got up and down and made. He made one bogey made today, bar, yeah. on, or in round four, and that was on number eight. And everybody was making big yeah. numbers on number eight today. That was the hardest hole today. So yeah, I mean, he played a great round of golf. Yes. Number eight was impossible. I I can't. I, I just don't have. I don't have much to add to the Casey conversation. I don't really feel much either way. I feel pretty pretty ambivalent. I definitely wouldn't say I root for him. Well, I think that's that's kind of the thing, right? Is someone that's been around for as long as he has over the last twenty years. And, and you've seen him in this many big spots and everything, and you still feel kind of ambivalent about him? Yeah. I don't hey, know. I, no point, another guy. At no point did I think he was going to win today. Which is so weird. It's amazing. Right? And it, it was the, I was telling you, it felt exactly to me like the uh, the PGA at Harding Park. It's like, yeah, no, I know he's like tied for the lead technically, but like he's not going to win. When he left the birdie putt short on 13. Yeah, 
Like that was like, yeah, yeah, like of course. Of after course after seeing like the exact yeah. line from Cam going in, and, I w- yeah. I probably feel about Casey the way you guys probably feel about Finau. About when he gets into contention, yeah. but Finau I think is going to win every time. And Casey, I'm just like, sure. oh no, you're yeah, not. Yeah, That's I not understand. happening. So all right, so who else? Who else climbed it? So Keegan the played. Pro. Keegan played really well. The pro made a lot of money. The today, pro right? Max Max Homa six under sixty six. Uh, moved from what fiftieth or so up but, to T thirteen. But just as far as guys who 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 could have won, like like uh, Keegan, ha- like uh, Hovland was was up there for a little bit, right? Keegan Keegan finished bogey double to f- shoot, uh, finish at minus nine. So if he pars that pars the last two, he finishes one shot back. Okay, he he had it going. He had it to eight under through sixteen holes today, and then. Uh, three putt. He did not go at the pin on 17, which again, what I love about 17 is, is the best pin obviously is, is like you're going to have to get it back there at some point. And if you bail, you have a huge three putt risk, right? So it, you, you got to pay that price. There is not a safe shot to hit. You got to get a ball in. If you get it in that bowl, you can make an easy birdie, but if you do not, you are going to be working for par. That is what makes a really, really, really good shot value hole. That I was think. especially tough today. You had like I'm sure the wind was blowing a little bit harder than it was when the leaders came through, but that east wind on 17 to that right pin, like that's so so hard, so hard to get a ball there. Hovland was uh, Hovland wasn't he wasn't going to win necessarily. He finished at seven under, but he was on 12 in a great spot and oh I won't say bone the chip, but kind of hit it through the green, like just horrible. Chip. All, all this like it becomes kind of a meme, like oh this guy can't chip, but then like. He does some of the stuff we saw on the back nine today, and, and it becomes pretty apparent. Uh, so he made a bogey there where he should have made a birdie. That's probably two shots. 15 looked like a very benign up and down, and just no chance. Like, horrible chip uh, made a bogey there. 16 was in a great spot in two shots. Uh, hit another bad chip. No chance for, for birdie or no kind of good chance for birdie. And then 18 drove it in the water. So, I mean, he, he kind of he lit a lot of money on fire, uh, definitely, in the back nine. I don't think he was going to win, though. Number one in strokes gained tee to green this week, and that includes losing almost three shots around the green, Victor Hovland. Like, he hit the shit man. out of the ball again, and he putted poorly this week, too. He was 63rd in putting, 66th around the green, third in approach, sixth off the tee. Like, that's hitting the shit out of the ball. That includes basically taking a two-shot penalty for his tee shot on 18, which... Also may bring us to the next point we need to discuss. Well, what's what's Hovland's record at Augusta? Because he seems like kind of a. I mean, I know you got to chip a little bit, but you could probably. He's probably played what twice? Twice, maybe. He would have played it as an amateur. As an am, yeah. Right. Um, seems like they kind of last place year probably is top fifty. Victor Hovland at the Masters. He was T thirty two in twenty nineteen as the low am, and then finished T twenty one last year. His first start, first one as a he professional. He could be a guy to to watch out for there. But also, like the chipping thing's very real. It's and chipping. He's second I've, to last. I played the Masters very yeah. many times. Chipping in Augusta looks very hard. To Bo Hogue, he's two hundred sixteen out of two hundred seventeen players in strokes gained around the greens. Bo Hogue drive by, and, and it's not yips. Like it's no. just like horribly like, chipping to fifteen feet on very straightforward chips. It's uh, yeah, a scratch player would never hit the chips like that. <laughs> That's the other thing about Cam today, where I think you got to go back to like his course management, uh, setting aside. The bad drive on 16 and um, whatever happened on 18 there, I think like where he where he missed on on 15, where he missed on 14, um, like the places that he missed, like he he was missing in the right places too, yeah. and he was taking he was taking the really because like, there's some really fucked spots around TPC. I mean, just short sided, so weird downhill lies where you're. You know, chipping. But he got those up and down too. Like that's what I'm saying. Watching him those first couple days was like, I mean, ten he had, 
He was left of 10, like, in the woods. Had to hit this, like, incredible flop that landed on a downslope. Rolls out to, like, four feet. He makes a putt. It was just, like, dude, it was, it was all week. Like, yes, he does hit it in the right spots, but his driving was so kind of subpar that sometimes he just didn't have the chance to. So he would have to hack it up into a bad, yeah. like, shitty spot, and he would still get those up and down. So what were his stats? Like, just take me through his, his Cam? strokes gained. Yeah. Uh, he was way, way down in strokes gain off the tee. 68th in strokes gain off the tee. Fifth in approach. 19th of 70 that made the cut. 19th uh, around the greens and first in putting. So he, he just. He picked he, up four shots putting today. He picked up four shots putting today. And he picked up four shots putting on in round two as well. Yeah. He putted his ass off this week. Um, it's crazy. I, like, just for him to be able to steady himself and steal himself after the drive that he hit on 16. Like, it's tough to emphasize. Like, he had his hands on his... It was like the Icarito. Like, I felt like I was watching Neil at certain points today. He'd rattle off... He rattled off the four birdies in a row, and then, you know, and then kind of hits the skids, the end of the front nine, and then same deal, like, back nine, he just... You know, he hits that drive on 16, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that is... That's not good, man. That's a Neil ball right there. The like, quick, DJ, start playing the yeah, music. quick left is, is a Neil ball. And sure enough, like, he just... It's like he... he took this almost knockout punch and then picked himself up off the mat. Hits a really, like a really good punch out shot that, that like, I, I was like, Oh my God, is this thing going to ricochet back at us? And then hits one of the best shots of the tournament with that 240 yard, whatever, you know, I, mean, utility I, iron. I know like the, you know, number of putts can be misleading a little bit sometimes, but yeah, do you, I mean, 101 putts in 72 holes. It's, it's tough to be like that misleading. You know, when, you're, when your stroke skin approach is that good, exactly. too, it's not like you're missing the greens, chipping oh. up to a foot and whatnot. But uh, I, we got to talk about Berger, uh, Ho, uh, Hovland, and Damon here. Before we do that, rapsodo.com slash NLU, promo code NLU for $100 off our favorite mobile launch monitor. These things are incredibly accurate. They're about that big. The size of a rangefinder attaches right on the side of your bag. They get within 2% of units that cost $20,000. The mobile launch monitor app from Rapsodo automatically tracks your stats and stores video. With Shot Tracer, it helps with your club gapping, helps you understand true distances for each club. If you're changing over equipment from one year to another, or you, if you're getting a new driver in play, helps you get fitted, helps you get dialed with your, your proper launch angle, your carry distance, all that stuff. Um, it, it provides immediate feedback and data, creates for a better practice environment, keeps you from just mindlessly hitting golf balls. Again, extremely portable, sits right there on the side of your golf bag. You can use it indoor and outdoor, gives you a nice spray chart at the end of your practice session. You can kind of see some tendencies on where you're hitting the ball. Rapsodo.com slash NLU, promo code NLU for $100 off our favorite range, uh, excuse me, mobile launch monitor. I got some new, I got a full new bag. I'm going to be out there. This getting, week, getting some numbers, getting dialed. The Rap Soto, it's crazy how good, <laughs> like just like the scatter plot thing that it gives it's you at awesome. the end of a practice. Like it, it makes it feel like you spent the last hour doing something worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Rather than I was joking about this the other day, rather than just like, all right, let's see if I can hit this fucking boat, <laughs> which, which is a bit of my my uh, where my which practice I need gets to a little just, distract. I need to geolocate the boat yes, on the scatter exactly. plot. You know. Uh, let's talk about the incident on 16th hole. Yeah, tell me about this. So Daniel Berger has, uh, first of all, I bad, badly, badly, badly need him for a top 10. That would have 50 nugget play. Um, he's got like 230. Which is the lead. Which is the lead. The, lead, here, the yeah. headline here. Well, maybe it, also, I shouldn't have said that because it's probably going to people are think I'm, that's the only reason why I'm taking Berger's side <laughs> well, on that's this. That's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, 
he has like two thirty or something in on sixteen. Hits this shot. If you're look, if you're you know following us live, we threw the tracer up there, the image up there of kind of starts at le- on the left side of the green, and it's the pin is on the right side, and it fades, 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 drifts, goes right in the water, and they kind of cut away for a while. But the ESPN Plus cameras got all of the entire conversation, incredible audio, and to the tour's credit, they posted the whole thing on their Instagram. So if you want to go back and watch this, you can. But Basically, and I t- chatted with some with Joel Damon after the round. I think that they eventually ended up with a fair middle ground, right? And it sounds like Berger was going really close to the green to take the drop. And they both had, and I think Hovland was the first one to say something. I could be wrong, but basically said, like, I'm a little skeptical of that. That doesn't seem right. And they were pointing him way back, way, way, way back. And Joel says something on there. The audio picks him up saying, like, yeah, I didn't really have it like slicing or fading that much. I kind of had it like starting at the pin or right of the pin and then drifting, which if you're looking at the tracer, and I know a lot of people are picking, you know, taking issue with looking at the tracer or it's not accurate, but it very clearly shows some shot shape to it. Like the ball is moving from left to right. You can follow the shadow that's on the, on the ground as well. And it showing it at least starting left. So it crosses a lot of land and he ends up dropping it a hundred yards out. So it kind of feels like I, I kind of was team burger on this. How far was he hitting the shot from? Like two thirty. Okay. And it, it just again it kind of this is a, a problem with TPC Sawgrass as you have these shots that are huge carries and it's it's impossible Shout out to the cat. It's impossible to know. This is the uh, Casey Wittenberg is not walking through that door uh, with this pairing and well it's good to see Joel and and Victor as students of history. They're not on my watch, man. I don't know. It, it just felt like Berger was adamant, like extremely, extremely adamant that it was not. And please do not send me the screenshot of the, the shot of, you know, that goes on the app. Those are not that does not show the shape of the shot that shows a straight line from where it went in. Um, I think they ended up in a pretty fair spot. Berger was pretty adamant that that was not the case. They had a very uh, Coach K handshake afterwards. How much closer was he trying to drop it? Uh, I was told 25 yards from the green. Which seems aggressive. Again, I, I'm yeah. I'm with the, I'm with them on that, but they were trying to send him really far back, and basically the ultimate settlement was like, I think this is a bad drop, but if this is where you guys think it should be, I'll drop it here. And did the rules official come up? And, he did, and but work he was through this. He was kind of like, you guys had a much better angle than, yeah. than there's only we so had. much he can say he can't. You guys got to like agree on this, which is where I I kind of first of all, you know, uh, I'm wildly on record here. Don't give a shit about where did it cross Twitter. So I'd like to <laughs> mostly abstain from this. Uh, but second, it, it's weird, and this is kind of why I don't give a shit about a lot of this stuff, I feel like, is uh, just like relying on a pro tracer is weird. We know how like unreliable those can be. It's weird to take that as gospel over like, and it's also weird to take like eyewitness from someone who's on the other side of the fairway. or whatever. It's just, I don't know. It's just an unfortunate, unfortunate situation. One thing I'll say about Berger that I've noticed heavily over the last couple of years, I've heard some stories as well, but I've also seen some, some eyewitness stuff. When someone's taking a drop, when someone's like, He's all he's, up in he's there. He's always in there. So I think he did he's, it with P a couple yeah, yeah. last year, a couple he, years ago. He, I think he's a big uh, spirit of the game guy. I, I'm sure he was not trying to pull one over. And ditto for Damon and Victor. I'm sure they're not trying to. You know, obviously they seem like both very very upstanding guys as well. So I think it's it's a little bit of a you know not much to see. Probably miscommunication. Plus, misunderstanding. Cap- Captain but. Burger. You know, you got to worry about. It. He, he, you know, he knows maritime law. That's true. Maybe this he was, was trying, online. He's this trying to get land. out to international waters where he, he could drop wherever he wanted. He, would, he was looking for the harbor master. <laughs> Cody, I see you throwing up all these comments that are ripping on me here. I need you to come in here and, and give uh, give your opinion on the matter if you if you manage to see it. 
Yeah, I saw it. I uh, I stand with the, the the boys here. Not uh, he tried to go way, way, way too. <laughs> Which far. I agree. He went. He, it it would definitely sounds like he went too far. But it also looks like that ball was covering a lot of land before it started going out over the water. True. I think everybody's thrown off here by the by the actual graphics that were up on the screen and the graphic, like the ball itself, was still way further right than the tracer ends up being. How which do you, the, which the ball always looks, this is like this again, where I'm like, yeah, this is just a bad situation. The ball always looks on TV. The, the down the line shot always looks like it's a mile further right than it actually is. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's always the only thing that really works is like a blimp shot or like a tower shot from directly behind. Cause otherwise right. you always get skewed perspectives and you can't tell like go watch any, any golf shot that a right-hander hits. Looks like it just blows immediately straight right off the screen. And so it's, I don't know, it's just, it's a, it's just a bad situation. It, if you follow the shadow of the tracer, it doesn't, it's on its way down before it starts to get like out over the water. Like it, it it's past apex, which would, you know, that's gotta be what 60% of the way there at least. I don't know. It's, it's what a dumb fucking sport. It's amazing. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, Thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. But like this shit is going to matter one for like one. Oh, I totally get I know. It, but just like for if you were a non-golfer, yeah. hypothetically, if you had money on Daniel Berger, Stop putting all these comments on the screen, Cody. <laughs> this is bullshit. This one's pro you. I put one up making fun Solid of Solly getting Come involved on. like the but one there is kid a little in class collusion didn't here. raise his head to answer the question. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, but like for people that are gambling on this stuff, like I feel like at some point in golf they're going to have to figure out rather than it being up to the competitors that can't that don't really have that much better information. I feel like at some point we're going to have like 3D you know we're going to have radar yeah going everywhere and it's going to be able to triangulate it's like that israeli technology that israeli radar technology that they use in the nba cody would love to tap you in on this one <laughs> as well any, any, any words there thank god he went with the nba i thought we were going uh, <laughs> trap draw conversations here i was like i don't know if this is a platform for that um it is interesting that david has ended up in this situation a couple times which if any if i have any bias here it's towards joel who i would consider a friend and who's been a guest on this show many times i have no relationship with daniel berger but joel's also you know he he joel doesn't think that that grandstands are a problem yeah joel is the watcher game. on the wall do not exactly. try do not try to take a bad job i don't know could be justice for sun kang if if Joel's proven to be you know incorrect on this, we we had sung we had sung wrong all the whole time. Exactly, I don't know. It makes you think is all. That seems unlikely. Uh, what else we got to say? I got got to get. I I mentioned it briefly, but Kisner's round was a, a complete cash machine as well. I think that was a, he was he was in the, he was in the, the money booth just grabbing grabbing shit off the off the walls. Which I know everyone has one of these holes at Sawgrass. Everyone has one disaster hole. He made what a triple bogey. On 17, on uh, I thought he did. No, he made a he made a big number earlier in the week that was double on five. He made a double. I thought he made a triple on 17. I mean, I, I have that wrong. He made a double on five earlier in the week, but he, uh, yeah, okay. My take is nullified. Then I swear <laughs> I thought he hit one in the water on 17 and, and cost himself a lot of money. But uh, yeah, he has a good tra- one, the one of the few players that has like a pretty consistent track record. He does, yeah, and I think what's uh, Kisner's game similar to Cam's. Yes, and that I agree. They're both very good iron players. Can be spotty off the tee, uh, and but you know maximize their games around the greens. I, I just like looking at his scorecard because it it is very Sawgrass is a little Augusta ish on that back nine, right? Where it's like he gets through, he bogeys eleven, which is a totally gettable hole that he should have birdied. Uh, but then you just know that like okay, 
now I'm on 12T. Like I absolutely can run downhill and I can just go grab a ton of cash and maybe something weird will happen. I'll put myself in contention. I think that's what makes it, you know, obviously let me be the 8,000th person to say that, but Birdie on 15, I think that's what makes it so fun to watch. I mean, like 14, 15, like you, you can run downhill really 11, 12, 13, and then, and then you can get caught sleeping on 14, 14, 15 yeah. is like a little heat check there. Um, a little bit like, like 14 at Augusta yeah. where it doesn't look like much 14 and 17 at Augusta little bit but 15 was the second hardest hole today only six birdies on that one well, and one then god i mean seven had to be hard as shit today too seven right? eight was that was a tough little stretch Just straight seven, back into the wind seven was sixth hardest and eighth was the hardest hole today um and the, it was all the the best players the be, i think they got it in the hardest conditions coming in the the last few groups but uh the wind was really starting to pick up a little Ram, bit that stretch. Ram also probably uh pulled up Pulled up uh, four. Pulled yeah, up bro. the uh, yes. scoring average on four. He was Rom a bit had... of a buoy on the, <laughs> on the scoring average on four. There was a Coast Guard helicopter coming in, flying above as he was making his his nine uh, on four. Which we were out there watching. First of all, on on three, he blocks a probably an eight or seven iron way right. Doesn't yell four for for the uh, for the which just we, a note. We, it, it's got to be fair. We got to get on the European guys just as we get on the American guys. Absolutely brained that guy. Hit a dude in the. <laughs> dome but then uh, it was great did a whole song and dance yeah made the, the joke a hug like, very public head butted uh, onto the green next time yeah, for me that, that, whole, that whole bit that was good and then it got dark and that. then he <laughs> hits it right on four and he's in the fairway bunker and i remember thinking like god i would hit this in the water for sure but i cannot wait to watch him just hit the middle of the green he chunks it right in the water and uh gets up takes a weird drop dj to your credit you were like yeah i know he's number one player in the world but i don't know about 90 yards out on a down slope ball above your feet like and I was like, oh, no, he's going to hit this right on He the basically green. took it as far back as he possibly could, yeah. still in the fairway. Downhill lie, but somehow above his feet as well. Super weird. Yeah. Very, very weird place to Chunk down. that into the water. So now he's hitting six, hits another bad one onto the front of the green, then three putts really for bad. nine. Maybe worse than the ones that went in the water. Yeah. Like just, yeah, the, tough, tough, tough. And JT hit it to, like, what, two feet? And then uh, Rom, JT and like, Doc Redman, maybe four inches. Yeah. <laughs> JT and Doc Redman had six combined strokes on the hole. Rom had nine strokes on the hole. JT hit it to like two inches, and then Rom hit it five times and took two penalty shots before <laughs> JT got to tap it. Doc Redman, though, not a real doctor, which we learned today. That was news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a PhD. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that off. We we had way too much fun with that for about four holes there. JT's shot in the three. Redman, was, medicine woman. That was the next best shot I saw to Cam's. Where I was like, oh my God, like we're probably not going to see anything better yeah. into three than that. And then Cam puts it, you know, pin high, just right of the pin. But like very, very tough, tough pin placement there today. God, I had a blast watching JT this week. Like, it was, that, that was, you know, I kind of said it on the, the show the other night. I know it wasn't the finish that he was looking for, the weekend he was looking for. But and what he did he the, do today? Uh, even par, kind of. Kind of stuck in stuck in neutral a little bit. Um, eagled sixteen though, but then oh that's right he doubled oh, doubled seventeen triple on 17. or sorry triple seventeen. But uh, this week and a lot of it, obviously most of it was the conditions. But we we said this the other night that I think there's a misconception. I'm I'm sure that I'm very guilty of this as well. Of especially when you start you know getting a little jolly on the show and and your mouth starts moving a little faster than your brain, but. I think there's a misconception about like, oh, technology and conditions and these guys, they can't hit any shots, man. These guys don't, you know, they don't have what it's, they can't do what these, these, uh, the players of your used to do. And then you watch JT and you watch like a bunch of other guys have to, like, we just don't get to see them hit the shots. Like That's they 100% absolutely can hit the shots. We just don't ever get to see them, which 
both made me so happy this week that we did get to see it, and it made me so bummed that we don't get to see it more. Well, that JT like rose miles in my book this week of like God. I I didn't realize I don't think just how fun that guy is to watch. That's what made Brandel's take on seventeen frustrating. Yeah. That was like no 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 dude like it was possible and it's a shot that it's a different shot on that well, day. Well, what was his taking on Saturday? Basically, that you know seventeen was unfair. It was not designed to be you know playing in in hard conditions like that. And I was just adamant of like watching the different kind of shots. We talked about this all week. You know the different heights of shots. You had a much better chance of hitting the green the lower you hit the shot. And it was just very specific of like dude. Can you flight if you're hitting eight iron? Can you flight it down? If not, it's going to balloon and go in the water. And if you hit seven iron, can you make sure it doesn't go through the wind? Can you get enough spin on it to to hold the green? Like it was a specific shot that was required, and it was super fun to be like execute this or pay a one and a half shot penalty. Probably that's what the penalty is for going to the drop area. And some dudes could do it. Like half the field could do it, and some couldn't. And that is totally fine for entertainment. Like look at that freaking island green. That point you made of. Like, it's not a real golf hole. Like, look at that thing. It's like, it, it's, it's just not in the spirit of competition. Yeah. We need to make this a little more fair. It's like, dude, it's a circus. They and throw a ton of And then he starts bitching about, well, it's a window into the player's soul. Or like, you know, golf is a window into the player's soul. Well, this is like That's the clearest it. window you could possibly have. I hate to massively oversimplify it, but like, we saw two dudes go up there in the penultimate group on the final round. And we saw Cam take a line over the bunker with a two-shot lead, and we saw Paul Casey play right to the middle when he knew that he had to chase. It's like, dude, that that's it, man. Yep. Can, you, can you do it or not? Well, and I know Cam pushed yeah. it and all that stuff, but like he still, like we said, was was way right of where I would have been, <laughs> you know, standing on that tee box. I still, I do probably think there's right of where a scratch player would have been. There's probably some work that can be done in the back left portion of that, and that slope in the middle is probably a bit severe. Uh, we got to bring in the, the volcano But thing. The, the back right part <laughs> is awesome. I think it's great. And yeah. I think it just makes for tremendous, tremendous. It just, I said this, like, when Cam's getting ready to hit that shot, like, for that much money and that much shit, you got to put on the line. I remember Harmon had made about a $400,000 bet by uh, <laughs> last year when he went at that pin. When If he goes in the water, it probably costs him four hundred k and he stuffed it and made a bunch more money. Like, that's that's entertainment right there. Like, that's what we need as golf fans. Uh, I would say JT, he he is the living embodiment of what Zinger said, I think, last week when he said, uh, what, old school? Old school modern golf. Old school modern <laughs> golf. Like, JT's got week. some old school shit in him. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I think... Like, Somehow that was this week. Like, JT, <laughs> JT hits the shots and does the stuff. I think he and Rory are probably the two guys that have that like the ceiling doesn't exist, right? They're so yeah. freaking talented and good and they're like there's just so much upside. And JT does the shit that you want to see Rory do. You want to hear the dumbest like this week was way too long. Rory and JT tied right. this week. Yeah. <laughs> Rory shot six dead cat bounce from Rory today. What did uh Zalatoris do today? He went backwards. Zalatoris yeah. did not have a good day today. He finished at T26. He shot two over today. Mm. Sam Burns, tough, tough day. I'm sure there'll be plenty of great days in his future. It just of wasn't course. his day. Burns was, he. I guess. He, he, he does was, this a lot. I guess he was missing uh, left all day yesterday. He was missing right all day today. And I'm like, God, he's going to put the left miss back in play. Mm. I give him credit, though. Like, that's such a grind if you don't have it off the tee. <laughs> yes. And well, he stepped Co up. Cody, in, agree or disagree? Yeah. <laughs> On the 18th hole today in round three, he stepped up and hit a tee shot that got like a double standing ovation from the crowd. It was so good. Ooh, Drew it around whoa. the It was. Like, it, what, the shot shape got like a cheer, and then everyone like, kind of like uh, uh, lands in the fairway, goes back to his back, and everyone just, yeah, what a shot, which like, you rarely see on tee shots. So uh, Purely not meaning to be a drive-by, but just 
a very like wow that's wild man uh bubba bogey free 68 and the hardest day that i've <laughs> ever seen people play golf and then comes out of the weekend and goes 78 76 did not see that coming so just entering that into the historical record what did last place get like 43k god uh shout out to p for losing almost six shots off the tee this week and finishing t26 it's like straight up if he incredible if he doesn't lose six shots if he's just just average off the tee how many how many shots what does so he finish if, so if he's six shots better he shoots eight under par and finishes top 10 t6 finishes six. t6 yeah. like that's just he's neutral that's not... an expensive endorsement deal <laughs> p all right choose choose your partners wisely Oh man. I'm sure he's not listening all the way this yeah. far into the show. He probably, he probably, <laughs> he probably, bailed he probably too dumb. Oh, lady, yeah. I thought Lady J was gonna sneak attack me this week. Uh so, just real quick, speaking of sneak attacks, they're back. Okay. So oh, the oh, bots bots are back. a little bit. Comes, the bots are back. We're just fighting them on two flanks right now. So <laughs> I it, apologize for is it, not being as present as I should be. Is it porn again? Are they trying to trying to get us to look at porn or or uh... yeah, it's it's a lot of uh, interesting offers. It's called uh, a naked HD XYZ. <laughs> hey, no free ads. Strip. No free ads. Come on, Cody. Don't be okay. clicking on any of those links. Go. Don't click any links. Or, <laughs> otherwise, the whole thing, the whole operation is going to go down. <laughs> Anyways, any, any questions rolling in that we need to get to? Or anything? Any topics we haven't covered, Cody? I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Cody. Well, I think a, a lot of it is, uh, and I know this we'll get around to this at the end, but the overall money and and how much that kind of affected the the how the tournament looked. You know, a long time the tour didn't want to talk about money. Now it's obviously flashed in everybody's faces. Did that change the outlook? I think it added definitely some drama uh, to the end of it, specifically with like key positions at the very top moving down. But curious on your guys' thoughts. I, I, I don't know my list as well. I don't know why they don't use graphics for it, especially a week yeah. like this. Like it, it would just, it just easy. Like we care about that. People do care about that. They, they want to know if a putt is for $400,000. Like that's, that's worth noting. That's interesting. Trying to pretend like it, it's uh, you know, that they play for more than that. Like they're playing for the spirit of the game or FedEx cup points, which are just poker chips. You chat, you know, you cash in for money at the end of the year, like steer into it. It's freaking cool that you get a $20 million purse. I, I would love to, uh, be the cool man to say like you know I just didn't I didn't I don't even think about the purse I didn't think about it at all this week I for sure did like it I I hate saying it but I think it like totally elevated the tournament in my mind it's it's literally the the richest golf tournament in the history of the world and it's impossible not to think about that and I I feel like for whatever reason people can make fun of this all you like I thought higher of the players this week than I think I ever have going into it. And I think that affected, you know, how I felt on Sunday. So I, it's the Tom Hoagie effect. It could be, it could be, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I mean, I think it's a lot of what we were saying probably in the preview show and that part of it's just living here in Jacksonville, I think. And it's always kind of top of mind and you know, you're going to the media day and you're hearing about all the different things they're doing and you've played the course a bunch of times and all that stuff is, is part of it. But it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's, just great to have a baseline of, you know, knowing all the holes. It's great to know exactly what's coming up around the corner. I think when we, you know, the U S open comes around, if it's not a super familiar golf course, it, it's, you do your best to try to learn like, ah, what's 14 again. Is that, and then, know? and then by the time you, you, you learn it, 
the week is over. Exactly. But and at Sawgrass, it's like, oh no, I know, like, oh my God, he's in the right rough. Like that pin's in the front right. He's totally fucked. I know, like, it just enhances the experience so much. The TV coverage is so freaking good when they get down the stretch and it's very, very limited commercials. It, it builds the drama. It's just it, like synthetic manufactured water drama coming down the stretch. But, but it works. It's so freaking fun to watch. It's a great mix of players that it was feeling a little terroristy for much of the week, but <laughs> Honor Bond kind of acquitting himself and, and really like sticking around made for a super interesting storyline. It's just, I don't know, man. I had I eight thumbs up for the players this week because everything was, I, I can't imagine being dealt a more difficult yeah, that possible hand and everything was awesome this week. I had a blast. Everyone that had anything to do with it, I felt like they pressed every right button that they possibly could yeah. have. I mean, the timing of when they started and stopped play, the urgency at which getting players back out, you know. How about playing, making the, it playing is, the ball down in three and four, say, but it cost the ball Paul down. Casey the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that just, I mean, like, really, 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 like, I thought they did an awesome job with the setup this week. I thought they did an awesome, like, the agronomy team, all of it. I mean, like, there was there was not a whole lot of mud on the ball. No, no. Uh, the last two days, which is absolutely remarkable. Uh, greens were a great speed. I, like I think it kind of proves like you don't need greens to to run at a zillion to have an interesting golf tournament. If anything, it kind of makes it a little bit like more about the ball striking, less about the putting. I thought it played better as the week went along too. Like Thursday was kind of the backspin invitational, and that was not yeah. that fun. Just what I mean, I know there's skill that comes with controlling your backspin, but I, I don't find that style of golf that exciting. And that kind of went went away as the week yeah. went on. Um, and I, I don't know how they did that with that course condition. Even going around, walking around, and sitting in spots and stuff, yeah. it drained incredibly well. Uh, Even just 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 walking around and the lack of mud yeah. and the lack of like you know they 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 dropped a bunch of pine straw in spots or some sand in spots, but really overall like there was four four and a half inches of rain and it was it was we were wondering really, if maybe really pleasant. if maybe there's a some sort of underground water catch uh, that is filling the moat was possible i don't i don't i'd love to see some of the infrastructure plans. the mode or the data lake or both yeah or possibly both well that's the thing is you know cam might be the only one because of how often he plays here that knows that everything breaks towards the moat towards the moat that's a great point the um uh just with with i think cam would support your armada plan by the way as much as yeah. as much as burger would cam might be everything that that everybody wants db street vibing to be god that's a great take right yes because he had some great quotes in the earlier in the week about, you know, what would the money mean to you? And he's like, ah, I'm pretty good. Like, I might buy some more fishing equipment or something like that, which is a heck of an outlook to have when you're playing for that much money to, like, not feel, like, to want to win the tournament more than you want the money is... It's even crazy. I mean, just looking at how much between this and Century and Northern Trust, like, his last seven or eight tournaments, I mean... I think I think Sam is caddy's probably made six or seven hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, like I, I just think the tour is uh, they they seem a lot more secure in themselves with the players, except for we can talk about Goldman. <laughs> the, the, like Goldman like, looms large over this entire conversation. Goldman, notwithstanding everything else, just it's it's a first class event, and 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 really like you see. There's such a sense of pride, but but there's also a sense of confidence from the tour now, and not it's not just this this you know kind of plastic you know popcorn muscles. It's and I think it's, what, hey, this is a legitimately great tournament. It almost becomes more interesting. Like we've had the you know actually I don't even think we've had the conversation because we always skip over it. Like the whole is it a major? Is it not a major? Because uh, like of course not. You, it, you don't just like flip the switch unless you're the LPGA. Uh, but it's almost kind of cooler now that it's 
completely in its own category. Because I, I feel like maybe this is more of a me thing. When I was a much more of a casual fan, the players did not stick out as much as it does now. And it, it has totally elevated itself to like, no, 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 there's the majors, there's the players, and then there's everything else. And that's, I don't know, that's really, really cool. I think if I watch worse majors, have like have I been less excited about major championships? Ball Jimmy Walker for sure. Am I saying it's a major? No, it's just it's its own thing, which is really cool. And this is an unfair take, and there's not a realistic solution to mm-hmm. this. Uh, but it would it would help so much if this was the season finale, and that yeah. does not work with the schedule. Yeah. It in September would not be a good tournament. It it would be the course would actually play pretty good probably, but Hur- hurricane it's hot. season though too. Yeah, it's true. It, it's hot and it's it's not realistic. I know, but it would. It would be an exclamation point on a season. It's well, just somebody it's, said that. What if the if I know the wraparound season's probably going away, but if why not just push it into October or something? Or or no, why don't you just like change the start date? I mean, I guess that messes up like Kapalua, but you don't. That why not? Because football. then you no, but then I, I'm saying like you just change like Make it okay, earlier. next week at Tampa is the first week of the season, and then you come all the way around. You know. A, a full calendar season all the way around because then like, you ramp up and you have like the west coast swing could be you know playoff events or whatever and juiced then, up the west coast swing yeah, that'd be more. awesome mm. uh I, I think cam I who, also apologies to whoever made that actual take that i stole that from but cam also like this was probably the most similar conditions that he plays like he plays sawgrass in these conditions this is his home course yeah. um he also you know, did with, get the good draw too, which is not surprising. But for sure, yeah. But but like you know, the greens are relatively they're they're not like they're still soft. Um, the wind kind of died down. It's not like it's not turned up to a zillion, right? And that's probably where he went. Like when he feels super comfortable at Sawgrass, is him playing it in you know September, October, November when it's not ramped up to a million for the players. One more thing I'll give the tour credit for is they, and I forget if we said this on the show and any other nights this week, but they, they're not concerned with the final score. They don't need to make it hard for the sake of hard. Like there's shot, there's easy holes that you can make birdies on and there are hard holes out there, but it is not like we are not protecting score in any way. Which I think, were you guys saying that on the podcast? That whenever you have a winning score between 10 and 18 under, it's usually pretty freaking good tournament. Yeah. And the players just always, always, always seems like it's, Right in that like thirteen to sixteen range, which and if is, it's more than twenty, um, it's usually like perfect conditions, especially on a something. par seventy two. Yeah, it's normally like all right, there's too many birdies, or it's yeah. just you know there's there's like, no not, there's not enough consequence along yeah. the way, which uh, there's clearly consequence here. I saw a, a question in the comments, uh, which I am calling out because I was thinking the exact same thing. Did anybody miss Bryson this week? Yeah, I will say hell yeah, absolutely. In that, if he would have had the bad draw. I can't tell you how much I would have wanted to watch Bryson out there. This is Bryson is if for better or worse. He might yeah. have hit some like unbelievable, awesome shots. The weirdest athlete I've ever encountered. And that like, I just can't stand the guy yet. I love watching him play yeah. and kind of root for him on the golf course. And I think that might I just, just be want for, a route to see him more. Yes. Like, the yeah. con, It might be for content purpose. I really don't know, but I, it's golf is funnier when he's playing good and which, more entertaining, which I think there's something to be said there. The, the, the cover story for Golf Digest, I don't know if it's this month or last month, was kind of going into how people rooting against him because he because he's different. He's different and he plays the game a different way. I don't think that's why anybody's rooting against him, right? I think that that got that so remarkably wrong. Um, it's no, it's just because he's a dick. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like that's it, right? Yeah, that that piece was that piece was tough. It was it was a tough read. Awesome. Uh, Doug Gim. Doug Gim. 
Had a great week again. Uh, true horse for course. T6 this week. He had an even par round. Yeah. Uh, missed, mean, missed a, missed a, he had a, a, a good, a good look on 18 to birdie it and uh, make quite a bit more money from four feet, seven inches and missed that one. That cost him a little Who bit. Who else? We got uh, HV3 played well. Russell Knox. Adam Hadwin. Great, great round on the other side of the golf course. Sepp Straka keeps it rolling. Exactly. Russ Henley continues to be a iron iron god he's just a total menace with irons i think he led the field he did led the field in strokes gained approach this week I feel like we need to mention this in case people missed it on the telecast uh how his round went today started, Russell henley started with a double bogey on 10 then made an albatross on 11 albatross is potentially having a moment <laughs> exactly more to come watch this space for potential future albatrosses uh which why is it not called a triple birdie we uh, that's that the was big a great story. point it's your best point of the day I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, birdie set, then a bunch of pars. Birdie seventeen, birdies one, eagles two, and then kind of putters in from there. But uh, truly outrageous round of golf. How Tommy played today? Well, real quick, do you remember how worried I was about Tom Hoagie finishing top forty? Yeah, he got dead heated. He finished t thirty three. Really? With uh, and I got how many other guys? There's a lot of guys. It's only a little bit of dead heat cut, yeah. but. Legitimately almost lost the top. He doubled 17. He almost lost the top 40. How Tommy Tom, played Tommy today. shot even today. Uh, come on. Yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out. They, they treated the caddies really well today. Heard that from a couple caddies. Uh, you had, uh, there was a barista in there. Mm. The barber was in of there. Course. There was a barber in there. Uh, there was a physio doing massages as well. And uh, so the players... Like the caddy stuff was so good that the players started infiltrating the caddy service. That's where the sideburns bandit came from. He was in the caddy lounge. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, so I, you know, heard heard from a couple of caddies. One of the caddies said, "I had a cut from the barber. Hard to get in due to all the players getting free cuts." So I asked the guy, "I hope at least they tipped you well." He said, "Funny thing, the worst tip I got all week was from a player, not a caddy." How about that? Hmm hate that so look at who got haircuts this week i guess i was gonna say i'd hate to hate that name leaked out <laughs> no I, I there it's down to two guys <laughs> i'm not gonna say who what, it was what matt's offered is fair <laughs> i'm out of the country traveling what matt's well, offered is fair was matt in the field this week uh i don't know I, it was more of a joke no, it wasn't he matt. was actually because i saw him hit a bit of a poofer into oh remember he hit the shot of the week he hit it like 190 yards on 17 over the That's over right. the walkway uh no it was it was a non-us american <laughs> interesting which tipping culture here? I, is, I just want to different. call out a comment right here from uh, young Alex Higgs. There you go, right there. Oh, Can confirm oh. all of this. Plus, very good chocolate yeah. chip cookies. Alex, thank you for stopping by. Joining the conversation. Alex not, was not one of my sources, but I'm glad to see that he he could corroborate this. Um, Alex, of course, the caddy for his brother Harry Higgs. Thank you for thank you for tuning in. Um, anything what else, else? What else? To, I, I just had on the agenda kind of uh, getting back to watching golf in person. Uh, a lot of, you know, not a lot of actually doing that the last couple of years. A lot of that's COVID, I think, kind of fell out of the habit traveling for other stuff. Uh, at least for me personally, unbelievably awesome to get back and watch golf. I'm curious what your guys' takeaways from the week, impressions, best thing you saw, things of that nature. Tough week for viewing just with, you know, the flow of the week and schedules and, you know, threesomes off two sides. It's usually the weekend at, at players is awesome. Usually, you know, we can go out Thursday, Friday morning too and find a guy and follow him for 18 holes. That was just, that was tough this week, but 
Yeah, I mean, it, I hate every time I do this. Every time is the takeaway of just like, gosh, they're really good. Like <laughs> it, it, it's just the takeaway every time. It, you know, the, the shots to 15 feet on TV that look very average are really, really, really freaking good golf shots. Um, walking out and, and seeing those shots in person, just a reminder of how challenging, how real the wind can be. You know, sometimes on TV it looks like they're playing in a dome and it looks like it should be easy. And it's just freaking not. And uh, I know a scratch player probably would have top twenty out there this week, but you know it is. It was just. It <laughs> was no better than that. I no, wish. the fact that you did that to me the other night, right, right before bed. You're like, oh yeah, man. Like, <laughs> what? What did you tweet? I don't know. I forget what it was. I've I've gone back to the well too many times on that joke. This you're week. like, oh, you know, like I know you. I know you think that a scratch player would would break seventy out out there today, but and then I got all these dipshits in my mentions. <laughs> So. Uh, I think along those lines, one of my biggest takeaways, uh, not really something you can measure, obviously, but just watching guys, uh, just how good their like mental games are. It, it's such a good reflection of how shitty your own mental game is when you picture like yourself and you play back your own rounds of golf and how things just start moving quickly and, you know one tee shot affects the next five shots and then you check out for a while and then all of a sudden you're like oh god i'm like eight over through you know 11 holes like sweet i guess today's done and then you you know you kind of check out massive credit to paul casey for making triple on the first hole yeah and Jesus. having a chance to win the golf tournament essentially is just like that kind of stuff is a perfect example but then also just watching like especially in the conditions the ability to just check in check out like be completely committed on every shot. It's and then when you see the lapses is when you get to like seventeen and guys are in between they're, thoughts they're or afraid. whatever and they're kind of afraid and then they hit like a high gross spinner and in the water. It was just it was awesome to see those kind of two ends of the spectrum on display. I'd be curious to know like how many of the guys that played Bay Hill last week played well this week. Um, because like their nerves and their their attention span had to be a little bit frayed after yeah. after Bay Hill and then coming here. Um you know, and then just how deep how deep the tour is, how deep golf is right now. <laughs> like, you know, somebody was somebody was on me last night because I was like, you know, like Patton Kazire, like he's been in form, I said. And they're like, no, like he hasn't been in form. I'm like, all right, well he's finished T forty two, T twenty two, miscut, T ten, T sixty one, T thirty two. Like that to me, like good. for how good freaking goal. deep. I think people always forget that there's like a 156 guys in the field every week. So like finishing T22, T22 yeah, 22 is really good. And there's there's like 250 like really really good golfers <laughs> yeah. in the world. And it is, I think now like like somebody like Waka winning winning in LA, right? Of like, there's like 30 of him. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's not like there's 12 guys no, that can like they deep, can win every week. Deep it's, to like a fault basically yeah like there's so much parody and it's so freaking hard to win and like yeah there were a bunch of really really good players 10 15 20 years ago but it, it didn't even come close to the same depth i don't think following up before i forget we we got a little bit of uh follow-up on the waco stuff we were talking about on uh i forget whatever night that was when waco was uh joaquin neiman was playing with cam and I've made a comment about like, oh my God, you'd never believe the amount of Chilean golfers that were out there. And there's little kids screaming in Spanish and it just like completely blew me away. Vamos, vamos. <laughs> it was so freaking good. It was maybe the <laughs> highlight of the week. Uh, but we got a, a follow-up today that apparently he runs like an elite junior tour in uh, like kind of back where he's from. And bringing like apparently one of the perks was if you win certain age groups i guess all those kids like got a trip to the players so i guess it wasn't like a coincidence there wasn't just like a massive 
Chilean population in Jacksonville that I wasn't aware of. It was uh, it was a little more orchestrated by Joaquin, who was actually like, no, 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 like I'm going to bring all these people in to the tournament, uh, which is really freaking cool. So maybe awesome on him. Maybe that's why he's got his Delta sponsorship. He's got Delta. Impossible. Sebastian Munoz has Delta so, now as well. Munoz had a tough day. He did. Uh, when I saw him where he was after his second shot on two or on one, it was like short left of that pin or of the. Uh, he was short left of that green, like in that little kind of sandy area, and there's just two or three palm trees right there. I'm like, I don't, I've never even been there before. That's a bad spot. A fast drop from coverage today for Sebastian Munoz, which is fair because there was a lot going on on that leaderboard. Um, can I take one unfair, un- totally unfair shot at the players? Please. Oh, Night- nightmare of a week, logistically, weather, all this stuff. Honestly, I think like all of the issues that they had would have been addressed by the PGL <laughs> of uh, a better leaderboard, 48 guys to get in. They could have gotten all of it in on Saturday, Sunday if they if they wanted to. I'm not really down with the with the shotgun start format of the, the proposed PGL, but that would have helped get everyone in the, in the house. But just for the people that were bemoaning, the leaderboard ended up very good by the end of the day. But after 54 holes, it was not. And uh, at some point, the players seems like one of those tournaments you know, when and if the PGL happens, that the uh, it'll be one of the true 140, 150 guys playing. It'll be one of the true mixers mm, of the yeah. uh, you know of the year. I thought I thought for sure you were going the the media shuttle route when I heard logistics. <laughs> I'm not pulling a, a pulling a Kiowa. Okay, <laughs> we had we had a one bad traffic incident that I was willing to keep between us. But if you're going to bring it up. Then that, I think that's an unfair shot. Saturday was tough. Okay, that's fine. It's it's a unique circumstance. <laughs> we fought through it though. We did. We battled really hard. How did you get? Hey guys, question for you, Sebastian yeah. Munoz. What absolute horrible start to be in that rare position. What do you think? Like his overall recovery from that was though. Pretty impressive. I mean, tell me, what did he do? Are you quizzing? Uh, I, can I saw he doubled sixteen and bogeyed seventeen and eighteen. But he he was too. But under- absolute <laughs> horrible. Like final group. Start with what double or or uh, triple du- double on one bogey on two, which Just is from like a double, uh, dead dead, and then somewhat turned it around until he played it got really really bad. He played three through fifteen two under par, yet shot five over par for the day. That's tough. That's that's tough. That's tough. It's gonna happen. God, the par fives are so good. Yeah, they're, they're just they're just like like they can you can get caught with your hand in the cookie jar, or you can do something. Absolutely spectacular! I oh think, God, Brendan Steele finished. Oh yeah, there was there was a stop the steal situation. He was, going on. he was sniffing around. Yeah, he, uh, he bogeyed seventeen. I think we got to look into his soul though on seventeen as well, yeah. where he hit it like ninety feet away from the hole. Yeah. So, um, is it is it Augusta time? I mean, uh, I'm kind of. I think the eyes start turning towards Augusta. That's traditionally. What do we have is match play. We, we got, got Valspar, Valspar, then match play, and then Valero, and then we're there. Holy yeah, smokes. Yeah. Um, it's right around the corner. I think uh, I'm, I'm hoping for it. I'm hoping that like in a month we're reading a presser from from Augusta. If you want to like the ultimate hopeful right here, a presser that's like, you know, it's from Rory. And he's saying, you know, I was really struggling with my game and I could have mailed it in that final round that Monday. And I went out and found something. And ever since was, then, it clicked. I was reading some quotes from Honor Bon Lahiri. He said, you never know what it's your week. And, you know, so so I got some word today. That uh, no, you know, no names will be shared, but uh, heard from multiple sources at the tour. Shout out to Chris Broussard. Uh, yeah, uh, that the uh, inventor or the 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 ideator of the gold man, gold boy, whatever you want to call it, 
Uh, he's been known. He goes. He's got many known aliases. Uh, he uh, he or she left the tour weeks ago. Mm. Really saddled them with Goldman and then <laughs> and, and bounced right into bounce. the sunset. There was yeah. an incredible article on Golf Channel with you know the article was it, the author of the article Brentley Romine was not. He was not. Uh, he was not trying to sell you on Goldman. He was just laying out the facts. the facts. He was laying out the quotes from the from the guy or from the program or whatever. The, fam- fam- the famous group. The famous group that that created That's it. That's the name of the firm. Yeah, yes. they are laying it on pretty thick. Um, uh, the quotes are un- unbelievable. Like they would blow your mind in terms of like how important this was to the telecast. And I encourage the tour people to now go has to- a character that they could lead yes. on. He developed his own personality as the week went along, is what the what the originator said about. He it's an pl- incredible. He had week. plenty of time after they locked him in a closet after exactly you know, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Did 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 uh, we, did the gold man make an appearance uh, today? Oh yeah, he came. He's yeah, out this morning. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, he did the Ricky shot. They brought him back. Yeah, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but I, you know, it's eight thirty. Probably if you've done the wordle, if you're going to do the wordle today, you've probably already done it. Massive shout out to the to the team at the New York Times uh, for for Lou, an, an homage. Lou, Lou Turner was stoked about it this exactly. morning. Exactly, that's all I'm gonna say. DJ is a habitual habitual wordle spoiler. No, if you're not doing it first thing in the morning, I don't know what to tell you. I do it before. Well, that's no, that's the definition a of a spoiler. That's on your schedule. That's that's not how this works. You should have already done it, guys. Take the wordle and, stuff elsewhere. So, uh, anything else? Are we uh, we good to, was, to wrap from a long ass week? How was coverage? Good? It was good. Yeah. Again, they were really trying to sell us on Paul Casey. Like it was like the culminating culmination of a career was coming down to this moment. And it was, I, I don't know who that was for. I really don't. But um, other the, than that. For the hundreds of thousands of rabid fans that. Yeah. The people, I got 175 replies to my tweet again asking. It was, it was also for Peter Costas who got, who got canceled unceremoniously a couple months ago. That was not great. But um but uh, yeah, it was, it was coverage good. Was, coverage, coverage, yeah, was good. coverage was it was fine. It felt like a big tournament. And they did again. They had so many curveballs thrown at them, and uh, honestly, it was for everyone attending the event. They, every, anyone could get in the gates today if you had a ticket at any point. Yeah. Um, it it ran like a, a normal tournament day, and that's not easy to do. I know it's a, an enormous stress for them, so I'm glad they got it in. I took, uh, like I said last night, I took my family. Uh, or my son Freddie yesterday. <laughs> Bathed your young uh, yeah, son. Sunday, yeah. Shout out to Chris Kirk and Josh Elliott. Uh, but yeah, we were standing on 16T, and like you know, it was like a 90 minute interval between like, all right, every 90 minutes he has to he has to go to the bathroom. Every 90 minutes he's hungry. Every 90 minutes he's thirsty. Like that. Like you got to hit all the bingo cards every 90 minutes. And so he's like all three of those things. We're standing the left of 16T. And uh, and for, he just won't shut up, right? Like he's just talking and talking. I'm like, yo, you got to be quiet. He's still whispering and all that. And what? And, and Cam Cam Smith is 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 uh, teeing off, and I'm like, dude, like, and I just I put my hand on his mouth so hard, and I was like, yo, shut <laughs> up, Freddie. So all shout out to all the parents at golf tournaments out there. Uh, it's a it is a nerve wracking experience. <laughs> I'm always going to get worse as the purses go up. <laughs> I'm always terrified to like open up my phone and like some video is just exactly. going to start blaring and somebody's backswing or drop a water bottle. It, uh, you, I thought you were going to have the, uh, the tours Shrek TikTok uh, blaring as, as <laughs> you know, was, what was that? Oh God, we'll show you. Uh, that I'll it's, leave that as an Easter egg for yeah. the people. If you'd like to go look up the PJ tours, TikTok, uh, the Shrek video, it's very akin to the gold man, uh, the gold man technology. I had a few conspiracy theorists in the DMS 
uh, today as well, talking about Scott Piercy. There was a uh, uh, which <laughs> you know conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. Scott Piercy, I would really very, very, no. As far as the a cell phone going off, like in his swing when he when he moved the the cut, cut line. line. Mm. Uh, on 17. Could have been one of the players calling him from the clubhouse. Interesting. It's mm. a true who could say. Let's get the call logs for that one. Um, uh, what else? Question on the screen. Who's the master's favorite? This is from Kevin Brightly. Master's favorite as of today. Good question. Uh, uh, very obvious if you ask me. Who? Rom. Spieth. Oh, God. I would say JT. I would say Rom. I think it's JT. I think Rom's a very unsexy answer, but I think if you're looking at the math and the past performances and who has the best chance to kind of play well? That seems like my answer. But I'm definitely saying Rom. Do you think JT? What has JT had any really good finishes there? He's been kind of stinky, hasn't no. he? He's. I mean, outside of Quell Hollow, his major record yeah. is a little bit stinky. Which those aren't real majors either. That's it's true. People forget point. that as well. I'm surprised Rory hasn't won a it major is, at Quell Hollow. It is a real major because Louis finished second in that one. What I is, was gutted for you guys that picked Louis to win this week. I what was is, shocked? What did Louis uh, do today? T42, four over seventy six today. Mm. Yuck. That's not good. No. God, I I rocked him, baby. Cam. That's well that's like three or four big weeks in a row. Big shout out to uh my guy Ian I saw on Twitter that uh took our advice on Thursday night, put a, a hundred bucks on on of real money on Cam. On the dingo? Yeah, so enjoy. It was like thirty to one, right? Yeah. JT had a solo fourth at the fake masters in twenty twenty, and that's his uh best finish. But was trending until last year at T twenty one. T twenty two, T seventeen, T twelve, fourth, T twenty one. So all right. Okay. Watch it's, this space. It's not like Spieth at at Sawgrass, where right? I like, can't even find the like club something's face. Something's not right here. Like maybe you don't need to play this one. Yeah. So, uh, anything else? I think that's it. Longest week, uh, and I would only it was one extra day, weeks? but it felt weeks. It was yeah. it was eight days. It was a uh, taxing taxing week. I'm very glad this got done uh, today. But uh, on to Valspar. Uh, shout out to a friend of the program, Luke Guthrie. Apparently, got through the uh, the nice. qualifier at Valspar. So. I think good luck to him. I think week. Valspar is going to be a good tournament, like kind of post major, similar to like a Harbor Town kind of thing. Just a good, you know, easy one. Kick good, your feet yeah, up. Yeah, kick your feet yeah. up and just like watch some good golf. And it's it's also it's like a super interesting golf course, like for pro golf. Yeah. So, thank you everyone for tuning into the live shows all week. All two thousand of you that are currently watching live on YouTube, I think right now it's greatly appreciated. It makes these weeks uh, go by really fast, and, and they're a lot of fun for us. So thank you for uh, for doing that and supporting the show. Thank you to Elijah Craig as well. For yeah. Yep. Elijah Craig sponsoring all Cody for producing as well. This has been uh, a treat to have uh, somebody running the ones and twos for us. So hey. thank you for all that hard work. Hey Cody, first time at the players. Last thing, what, what was your biggest takeaway? After playing it and being extremely nervous about how the video uh, was going to be received, just impressed like how they move it out of the rough specifically. I mean, it's pretty easy to hit fairways there, but if you're off by a little bit with that much water and how saturated the course was, just them being able to to hit the quality iron shots, it was crazy. Uh, 17 lived up to everything that I thought it was going to be in beautiful weather, in rain, and in freezing weather. Uh, it, I'm sorry, it, you I know, us. it's one I of the tournaments that like in the rain that one day. I, I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, well, you came prepared, so it was good. Uh, but yeah, I think it was it's awesome, an awesome tournament. If anybody has the opportunity to go check it out, it's definitely something that I'm excited for uh, next year already. So it's uh, it was it was great. Thanks for having me down. Thanks to uh, the lovely couple down on their honeymoon right now, Neil and Carson, for offering up the their domicile and uh letting me crash down there for a couple of days so i'm excited on to augusta we go 
Love it. And also, get, getting getting late reports that Omar Uresti is in the field this week at the Valspar. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? On a sponsor's exemption? I don't know. Somebody is in the comments saying that. So that could okay. That could be a prank. That if that's the case. <laughs> but also, like I, I don't know. Like I feel like guys have to be. I gotta mega, imagine there's gonna be some mega burned out withdrawals. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Also, get well soon, Mister Big. I don't know. Yeah. You know, he he doesn't tap out very often, so he must be feeling pretty pretty under the weather. Yeah. Right. And the last thing real quick, just kind of heartwarming story. I think of like the last two weeks is uh, if people have been following the the junior golfer out of Ukraine and and the piece that was written on him. We saw him today. Uh, two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, as as crazy as long of a week as it was kind of for us, how how short I'm sure it feels for him, but him and his mom able to move down to Orlando. Great job by the, the Ledbetters in opening up the academy and getting him enrolled there. Uh, his dad stayed in Ukraine to join the rest of the uh, fighting age males that are, are continuing with that. But incredible story and kind of really cool to see the golf community come come together and support something like that. So bravo to everybody involved. Here, Amen. Here. Amen to that. We, we saw him on the first team. It was like, man, I'm sure this is probably about as far away from, yeah. from what he was feeling about a week ago uh, as physically possible. So congrats to everyone for getting for doing that. That was a great story. So. Amen. Speaking of which, we should just, they should give one of the confiscated Russian oligarch yachts, they should, they should give one of those to Cam. I, I think that'd be very generous. I like that idea. More on this later. <laughs> Watch this space. I'm, I'm looking at, uh, Omar Uresti is PGA club professional champion. He gets in uh, on, that, on that note. So. Six events. He gets into six events a year. Wow. So Very cool. All very right, cool. guys. Thanks, you, everyone. Enjoyed it. Thank you, Cody. Cheers. Everyone, have a great week. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. <laughs>